Uh, hello and welcome to episode eight, uh, which is uh, a base two number and therefore special of uh, Pig Ignorant Gamers. Um, with uh, me, you've built it up already by saying it's going to be special. Uh, yeah, but in the same way that some schools are. <laughs> um, shouldn't say that. That's horrible. Uh, but I have. Um, yes, with me, Graham Goring. Uh, me, Mark Foster. Uh, and me, Dave Williamson. Yay, Dave! I like Dave. He's better than that other guy. Um, by which I mean you, Mark. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we're totally unprepared. Uh, well, Dave, Dave's prepared. No. Well, yeah, yeah, but you've played some games, haven't you? I've, I, yeah, I've played you've both, a game. You've both played games, and I have not, and so I'm just going to be asking you questions about those games. So uh, we might as well kick off with the news section. So, Dave, what's been happening? Uh, me and Mark went to Game City. Oh yeah, so uh, this is this this week long thing in Nottingham where loads of nerds gather and um, tell us tell us all about it. What exciting things happened there? What games did you play? What sites did you see? Well, I saw Nottingham. Okay, well that's not good. That's gun crime capital of the UK. Really? It yeah. can't be. No, it is. Really? Yeah. Not London or Manchester. No. Or Liverpool. I think, I think you get... You, you, you get it. I don't think Liverpool's that bad. You'll get stabbed more, I think, uh, probably up. All right, so we're down. violent, but we're just not as technologically <laughs> advanced. Yeah. That's it. I, think, I think maybe there's like some gun shops that have very lax standards. Um, <laughs> I don't even think there were gun no, shops in the UK. Yeah. There are gun shops. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's one in Stratford-upon-Avon, but you can, you know... Well, where do you think they buy guns from? Like shotguns that farmers have? Well, I'd imagine like black market type. Well, farmers stuff, I don't know. Well, I guess rifle... Shop, some sort of shop, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't. I can't imagine. Farmers there's... can't use the internet. Um, <laughs> I like we got new. But listeners. I mean, the the sort of market for rifles. There's not going to be a huge demand, I imagine. So, how do you justify a shop front? What well, ammo? You need to buy ammo, don't you? That's. It's not like you can reuse. How, I mean, if you have a rifle, how often are you using it? That you need to buy ammo no, regularly. I don't own a rifle. Well, this is a yeah, really but, good. But start. anyway, the point is, there are gun shops. But anyway, Nottingham, gun crime capital of the UK, I right. believe. I, I heard that back in the, yeah. back when I used to do comedy, and I'd go to Nottingham. People were like gun crime capital of the UK. This was perfectly fine when I was there. Okay, so I no, didn't get no shot. shot. Is what yeah, I'm I didn't get okay. shot either. So yeah, it was very hilly. I got tired. That was okay, it. <laughs> okay. So uh, what, what were the actual sort of events that they were putting on? Uh, well, they had the big screens in the town centre, right? Which as far as I could tell, didn't have great games yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, they had... Um, oh, oh, okay, let's hear what you <laughs> you classify as not great games. Well, they had some Frogger clone. Yeah. And some stuff like that. But you like played that with a dance mat. Yeah, uh, it was for kids and stuff, though. It was cool. It was fine. They did have... They had some game on the Oculus Rift for a bit, which... Uh, on the big screens? Yeah, yeah. There was one dude that like, had an Oculus Rift on, and then everyone else would shout where to go, because there was, like, two screens, and then... Like one Nightmare. would have Not quite like Nightmare. I think some people were actually making a Nightmare clone type game, but then it didn't actually ever come out uh, for the thing. But they had one screen where it showed what the guy on the Rift was seeing. That showed one of his eye views or something. Hmm. And then the other screen had like a big map. Did you not see that? No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, he had a big map where there's like a Cyclops chasing you or something. But it was, as far as a game went, it was pretty meh. Like, it was just keep walking in a certain direction and then collect coins uh, I think it was just jammed out for the big screens or something, but it sounds like a bit like Pac-Man. Have you played? It that? was it was Pac-Man-esque. Have you played the first-person Pac-Man game? I pretty much it, did. Yeah. Surprisingly terrifying. 
there's, there's, there was one that you, it's, a, it's like a Unity or something or a Flash game. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I've, yeah, I've played that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what other anything else on the big screen other than Frogger? Yeah, and... A love game, game for love. Game which for Dave, love. Dave was loving it. No, you, <laughs> they had they had right the two screens. They got two cameras, right. and uh, each camera has like a heart shape on it. It's like a target, like a crosshair heart. And it was uh, the people controlling the cameras trying to pick people out of the audience. Or the people were perfect in the, in for the each other. Yeah, they were trying to match people up. And uh, it's one one person who was on there was loving Dave. They just kept chasing. Dave was still in the middle, like on his own. And they came up on the screen and they started backing away, and they would just chase him. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It sounds terrible. Yeah, but the person they tried to pair me up with ran off. <laughs> so true to life, then. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that sounds shit. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like a game. Well, it was it was made by the guy who it's made Martin Hollis. Yeah. Yeah, made Goldeneye. So. Yeah. Wow, he has his standards have slipped. I guess it was a, it was just a random idea to try out. Yeah. So it was it was cool. I guess these things are it, about experimentation. I, yeah, they? it was definitely experimentation. I don't think. I mean, there was, there was a at the start. I think in, in his head, he had like the possibility of maybe matching people up, and like a, a like a relationship could maybe develop there, possibly. And it has a potential for like that kind of thing to happen. That's but a bit reality, of a god complex. In reality, it was it didn't really work like that. But it was probably quite fun. And He's it was the Silver Black of the games industry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to be referenced as that Silver mm. Black. Well, Paddy McGuinness these days, but that's a horrible <laughs> thing to call anyone. <laughs> Um, yes. Anything else on the big screen? Big screens, they had the fireworks. Oh, yeah. Digital fireworks. Ow! Oh, that sounds so disappointing. Which were supposed to be controlled by people at the bottom of the screen waving their arms. But um, as I noticed, everybody at the bottom of the screen was all waving their arms at the same time. So it was effectively they, they didn't need to be there. Right. Because all the fireworks were just going off all the time. It does sound... There's nothing. More. Well, actually, no. I suppose digital fireworks can be it sort of enjoyed because there was that um, that li- uh, that um, little fireplace game that I played. Oh fuck, uh, Little Inferno, and that's effectively sort of because that's about burning stuff, and that was great. But uh, that that sounds like tedious shite. I'm glad I didn't go to the shitty festival. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before, actually. It was good fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, a week though, that's a hell of a lot of stuff to fill. Yeah, what other things were going mostly, on? Mostly, I mean, as the week went on. It was, my experience was less Game City and more Drink City. So <laughs> Sounds a lot like the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, we were just hanging, it was just like talking to people who were like, like-minded, you know? They, well, know those kind of guys. they also had the open arcade there. Yeah, of course. There was, like, the main sort of thing for me was the open arcade. So it had like, loads of like, uh, games anyone could uh, sign up and say like, oh, can I demo my game? And they'd be, pretty much be able to get through. Oh, that's good. And so, so, ba- barely curated, then almost. Yeah, pretty much. That's so. nice because obviously, I mean, I mean, the other ones I go to, they're, they're, like like Fantastic Fest, they have a limited number of machines that they can set up, mm. and therefore. Well, you like, bring your own machine games. for this one. Oh, they, okay. they had screens, so there was a limited number, but you had to bring your own machine and things like that. So, well, well, but but anyone could play it, and uh... yeah, it was just like a, it was a, a shop they'd converted for the, the event, and it was just well, like they accepted my game, so yeah, pretty much everyone. <laughs> Which the what's it called now? Kimono, Kimora, Kimora. That's it. So would, would you like to tell us the story of how I got named? Because this was all part of Game City as well, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so you're making a game which was called Pucky. Um, sort of. Yeah, that was its working title. I, oh, I had a great name, Pucky. No, it was. It's a good name, yeah. yeah. No. But it's like a, a top-down um, hockey game, air hockey type game. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, just while, while we were at the event, they had uh, chalkboards that you wrote the name of your game on, hmm. and uh, some girl just came along and decided to rename mine. To Kimora. To Kimora. Well, I think That's she, probably just, her name. she just wrote her name on the board, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I presume it was her name. So. Well, or misspelled her name. It might actually not be her name. Because how, was it a young child? It was a very young child, Well, yes. there you go. So probably like, her name's like Michaela or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't fucking spell. Um, uh, what else, did, what else was there? What, I mean, what games did you see there that, you know, maybe, uh, I haven't heard of, et cetera? Uh, Port. What's, the, what? Is that how you say it? I presume so. Smee Sports. Oh, nice. Smee Sport, if you want. Know. What That's is that? Good. It's a four-player um, sport game. What, what do you even say? Yeah, it's, four, it's like a ball-type game a by ball Michael type game. Michael Bro. Um, who made 868 Hack and stuff, and Corrupt and stuff like that. Uh, and it was awesome. I actually thought it was probably inspired what? by yeah. Columns, your game. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be so bold. I think, I think but, Sega invented columns. I think uh, crediting <laughs> or, Dave what, with that is uh, a bit much. Well, no, they, a different game. No, like, I know. I say I columns, joking. but like, yeah, how do you was, say it? Do you say columns or do you say columns? C L M N S. Okay. Is that what I usually say? What? That's what it's called. Oh, okay. That's why I said columns because all the vowels just aren't there. Right. Okay. So. So. Anyway, what's this other game? About? It, it. It was basically about um, uh, capturing territory, wasn't it? There was bars that went across the screen, and if you were over a bar, it would push it towards your enemy's side. And the idea was to get the bar all the way across to the enemy's side. And there was uh, about eight bars or something down the screen. Yeah. Um. So obviously, while you're pushing one bar, someone else could be pushing another bar towards your side. And then they were, to add to it, there was a ball, and if you had hold of the ball, you could push the bars quicker. Right. Um, so there was tactics of uh, you could either go for the ball and try and push bars across quickly, or you could just try and push bars across whilst other people were trying to capture the ball. Right. So it was good fun. It was a really, really good game. But it did need four players. Yeah. Which was uh, so you could like charge up and pass the ball to each other and stuff like that as well. So it was two players of t- two teams of two. Two v two, yeah. It yeah. was really tactical and it was really good fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely a good game. It looked pretty, as and well. it looked good, yeah, as well. He'd put loads of shader effects on it. Yeah. So it's cool. for a game that was just a few circles going round a screen, it, it did look quite pretty. I shall. I'll get some footage and stick it on the website then. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? There was a Super Bread Box, which is Super Crate Box for the Commodore, Commodore 64. 64. Yeah. Right. I, I, do you know, I'm wondering what the hell that was, because I saw some pictures, and I was just thinking, well, that's a Commodore 64. Why are people going, what do you do about well, they, Commodore they, um The guy who was like, demoing there, he makes the cartridges as well. So they like put the cartridges onto the... They put the game onto cartridges and then sell them. Hmm. And I won one. Oh. How much were they selling them for? I think it's about 20 quid or something. So, Fifteen quid, maybe. Good resale value. I'm not going to sell it on again. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? You've got a fucking Commodore 64. It's just like but, a nice thing to have. Yeah. I mean, they officially released the the game because uh, it's uh, officially endorsed by Lambert. So mm. they officially released it at Game City. Yeah. Are these the same people who did like the Commodore 64 version of Cannibal? Yes. Yeah, it is actually the same guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Played that as well. It's had like a the amount of shit that he brought with him was phenomenal. Like he had like he had six people helping him carry it all from out from his car. He just had like massive amounts of like gear and everything set up in the corner. It was pretty phenomenal. Why did he? I mean, he has like, he's making extra with the Commodore. How much shit does he need? 
Well, those, well I know, pretty those big, are... those Commodores. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're, they're the Commodore yeah, boxes for a good reason. Spare Commodores with them as well. It was prepared. Wow. It was cool. Yeah, well, he was Commodores cool are shit, though. Spectrum's better. Just uh, putting that out there. There was a there was a night there that where they had like some argument of Commodore versus Spectrum. It was actually an event where they had curries. Yeah. They ate curry and argued that. And uh, who won? Spectrum. Yes! Fucking right! Fucking stupid Commodores. <laughs> Commode paws. Yeah. That's, that's a sick burn right there. Yeah, that's right, with its chunky, crappy pixels. Yeah. The audio on it was amazing. <laughs> the audio coming from the Commodore was better than, like... Oh, yeah, no, the, the SID chip, chip's nice. But, there's, you know, the, the Spectrum 128AY chip was quite nice as well. But yeah. the, the Commodore did have the worst palette ever. It had about 16 browns and a green, I think. <laughs> it's about what it had. There were a lot of browns and greys in there. Yeah, and a lot of purples as well. Purple's a lovely colour. Yeah, no, but I don't I don't need, like, four of them. <laughs> Four's a lot of purple. When, when, when you could give me you know, some reds and stuff. Yeah. Stupid Commodores. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, there was something called the Suitca- Suitcase Arcade. What the fuck's that? That was, uh, they were playing the game Gentleman. It was yeah. by Lucky, was it Lucky Frame? They called them. Yeah, Lucky Frame. Yeah, Lucky Frame. So they, I think they made Bad Hotel on Steam, it's on Steam and stuff like that. And Gentleman just came out on Steam, actually. And yeah, it's, it's like, just uh, come out on iOS as well, hasn't it? Has it? Or it was already out on iOS, I think. Right. Um, yeah, it's like a, well, my stomach's just like wrong. I have to, to <laughs> well, we'll see so if that gets crap. picked up on the mic. <laughs> oh man, it's, it won't stop, it won't end. It's we we have just eaten 20 sausages. eaten them all. Uh, it was a gravity flipping uh, deathmatch game. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty crazy, like fast paced, uh, and ridiculous. Like the the power ups you get, there was like it's going again. The power ups you get, are like uh, throwing knives and like exploding knives and bombs and shit. It's pretty fun. Well, you did an almost sort of a, a gravity flipping um, deathmatch game. You had that black and white game, didn't you, that you were doing? Yeah, it was more an artillery game, mine. Wasn't oh it? right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So was it at all like Blast Chamber on the PS1? I do not remember that. Oh, that, no, that, that's like a, but you've got like a four-sided room and it can be rotated and you all sort of like fall down to the bottom and have to find yeah, it. Yeah, the, ro- the room didn't rotate. You just flipped Yeah, wh- wh- which way gravity affected you. So you could be on the ceiling when someone else oh, was on the Oh, okay, floor. right. Oh, that sounds... Uh, was it, did it look pretty? Uh, yeah, it it's looked okay. okay. I like a pretty but looking game. His, his suitcase arcade really was just some joysticks in a suitcase. Yeah, that's why it was awesome. So, <laughs> so what? So like an LCD monitor in the top half of the suitcase? Yep, yeah. A really old shit um, monitor, and then he had just. Uh, and I asked him, and he did, he did, because he was from America, was he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they live in uh, like Scotland somewhere. Like oh that, right, but he d- he did bring all his clothes in the suitcase as well. <laughs> See, that's a really cool. That's I like that. I like the idea of it entirely wired into a suitcase. Well, I mean, apart it, from that's going to be problematic when getting onto a plane. It, cu- it cuts out on um. On Where are shipping, all these wires amongst your clothes here? So, yeah. so he cut out what on shipping? You, yeah, you don't yeah. have to ship it anywhere, do you? Just that's a great idea. Yeah, uh, anything else? Come yeah, on, it was a week long. It's got there was a lot stuff. of drinking though, so I can't really remember that much. Um, mm. And some talks. There was, I mean, there was a few other games uh, there that were more polished games, like, um, what's it called? B-Fod's game. Oh, Super Pole Run. Yes, yeah, that one. That was a lot of fun. What's and also, um, what's Super Pole Run? Pole Riders. Po- oh, Super Pole Riders. Pole Riders. Pole, pole riders. riders. Have you not seen it? I've not. It's it, one of the sports games. It sounds like games. a porn. <laughs> yes, I suppose. It's one of the uh, yeah sports friends games. Uh, sports, not interested. Don't like sports. What? You're pole vaulting, and it's by the guy. It's the guy who made Q-Up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, okay. It's ridiculous and fun, and it's cool. But there was that, and there was Starwall. Um, oh, yeah, I Star played that. Just the tip. Just yeah. the tip, yeah. Okay. That was at Fantastic Arcade. Yeah, uh, and, that's yeah, a it's ridiculous game. Pink and blue narwhals flying around in space trying yeah. to poke each other. Stabbing each other in the heart with their yeah. Yeah. thing. Which I don't know about anybody else. When I was at college, there was a really rude game that people played when drunk called Just the Tip. Uh-oh, I need to know that. <laughs> I don't know this. So, come no, on. I'm not describing it. Yes, you are. Oh, no, yes, no. you are. We're holding you If you don't you describe it, you, whatever I'm thinking is probably going to be worse. Okay, well, tell no, you what. I probably we will, won't. We will pitch ideas at you, and you tell us whether we're close. Oh, no, that's, that's even the... worse. That puts all of the horrible... We could say something terrible now. Well, that's the plan. Goes, what? That, no, that's disgusting. It's, now, is it played between uh, a man and a lady? Or... It's, in, it's played in public. In public, usually, usually with someone who isn't aware that they're part of the game. Uh, okay, now I need. <laughs> oh, so is the idea that you've got to like touch them with maybe the tip of your penis? Yes. <laughs> what, like tap them on the shoulder with, without or? they knowing. Well, if you could get it on their shoulder, you you would probably oh, win well, the game. Well, where would? Okay, so where would typically <laughs> you'd have you to be very tall and place your penis? Not if they were sat down. Yeah. Because it's usually played in pubs while you're Cause, very Because I know a comic who used to do that to people. He would just get his cock out Isn't and put it on their shoulder. is sexual like, assault? Well, Are we just describing yeah. sexual assault? <laughs> I don't know. Because the people would like turn and get a cock in their cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty sure I wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's, with... it's disgusting. Why is it called just the tip, though? Because you touch them with just the tip. We don't say the whole oh, thing, okay. though, surely. No, I know, but okay, right. That's okay, fair enough. Not that makes it better at all. <laughs> no, I, that's, I, that's the worst part of the cock, I would say. The least hygienic <laughs> part of the cock is the tip, I would say. Whereas the shaft is, you know, it's kind of, it's all wrapped up. This has gone terribly wrong. <laughs> it's gone terribly right is what it's gone. I would rather have to hold someone by the middle of their penis <laughs> than the end of their penis by their, their shiny bell end. Hang on, what situation would this be in where you have to hold someone? Uh, like, okay, for instance, someone has got no arms and they're like, oh, I need a piss. <laughs> All right. Can you help me? And I... so you're helping a paraplegic have a piss, right? And you have to get the willy out. I would rather pull it out by the middle, yeah, <laughs> rather than, than going in there, <laughs> grabbing his bell end and, and pulling that out. <laughs> right? I'm not wrong. Has this I? happened to you before? No, but it's a like, thing that possibly. In, in what situation like, I'm would a sure paraplegic in... come up to you and ask, excuse me, sir, okay, can you help me take hypothetically, a Hypothetically, I'm in the care industry then, let's say. <laughs> in the care industry, people Thank probably. Fuck, you're not. <laughs> no, but this this has to be a thing that happens. Are you alright, Dave? As I'm saying, I would rather, yeah, I would rather handle another man's penis by the shaft <laughs> than the tip. I think that's a reasonable thing. Are you saying you'd rather touch the tip? <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have any preference here. You really don't have a I've preference? I've never considered this before. Well, consider it for a moment. What would you rather touch another man's penis by, the tip or the shaft? I don't know. It, not, it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> it, it totally does. Okay, here's the thing. Where do you think the smegma's gonna be? Oh. <laughs> I mean. I actually didn't think this could get any worse. And then no, no, but that, the word that, that's the reason I would rather touch the shaft. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Right, anyway, so Star Wars, anyway, just Game the City, tip. Yeah. yeah, Star um, Wars, Star Wars was fun. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is the least mature thing I think I've discussed today. Uh, are we uh, going to cut that? No, oh. it's gold, man. It's gold. Um, yeah. So anyway, Star Wars, <laughs> just the tip. Um, <laughs> uh. 
<sighs> there was um, there was it. There will be Lansing, Sophie Holden's game, or don't know that something like that about. Well, that. Again, that sounds about very Lansing. similar. That was <laughs> no, there was nothing phallic related, but it was a really that was a really cool game. It was a a dueling game in three D, and it's really hard to explain that actually. That is yeah. I you can choose quite... directions to attack from, choose directions to defend from, mm-hmm. and the idea was to hit your opponent where they weren't defending. Right. So, yeah, it is quite hard to explain. Because mm. it's in real time, but you have, like, four charges that charge up. When your fourth one's charged, you also get the ability to, like, shoot a ball. Ah, yeah, so yeah. each charge is one move that you can do, but it's in real time. So you'll be both staring at each other, and either of you can do anything as soon as you have one charge. But you're waiting for more charges to go up. And then if someone moves, you react to it, and you either move out of the way or you block them or something like that. I totally know how my mother feels when I try and explain video games to her mm. now. Cause it's I worth looking no at a video idea. of her or something, maybe. Even watching a video, you probably wouldn't get it. I was playing it and thinking, what the fuck am I doing? And then eventually it's click, uh, it all sort of clicks together and you're like, oh, wow, this is actually really fun. Okay. It's a good game. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? There's loads of stuff. I mean, they had Micro Machines and stuff out as well. Could have one yeah, they had a lot of retro games. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah, they had a massive wall of just loads of different retro games. And I, I completed Granny's Garden for the first time in 25 years? From the the BBCB? Yes. That, that was that was a type, it was just a, a type-in adventure, isn't it? Just a, Or interactive fiction. Yeah, it's not even type-in. It's really weird. Sometimes you have to type in whole words, sometimes just letters. And <laughs> but that, it was Very edu- inconsistent. It was an educational game, wasn't it? It was one of those ones you were allowed to play that, at school. Yeah, that's, that's what they said, but it has absolutely no educational value whatsoever. I think because it had words and you had to read. It was basically basic reading and use of computers. So I guess that's that's how it's educational. In that it wasn't Space Invaders. Well, I, I sat there and I made sure I completed it. <laughs> okay. H- how long did it take? Didn't take that long, actually. Oh, took much it? longer when I was like eight or whenever however old I was when I completed it last. And I was, I'd love to write like one of those type uh, interactive fictions, but I hate playing them. Just really <laughs> tedious. Well, like games. Well, no, you know, just the ones that are like type in adventure, you know, adventures where you like go north, pick oh, up right, yeah. bloody blights, things like that. I'd love to write, but whenever you play them, because you have to, you have to get inside the head of the author to know what they were thinking. Like the, the famous really bad one was the Incredible Hulk one, where you start and you're Bruce Banner, you're tied to a, um, Surely, surely you just typed in smash a lot. Well, no, you see, you, you were Bruce Banner and you were tied to a chair and, and the only way you could escape from the chair was to bite your own lip. Bite lip, you had to type in, so that you got angry and, and got out of the chair. And, uh, and you, there was no way to figure that out. And being tied to a chair doesn't make you angry. <laughs> no, I, I, it would peeve me. I don't know. It would make me angry. Eventually it would. But it was sort of, depends if someone's angry. touching you with the tip of their penis. I'd be more, <laughs> yeah, just wait for someone to play. I'd be more angry that I was tied to a chair than if I'd bit my lip. If I bit my lip, I'd be like, wow, I'm an idiot. I've just bitten myself. Exactly. So he's angry at himself. That's I mean, not anger though. <sighs> Well, look, I, what I'm pointing out is the game's bad for that reason. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not disputing that fact. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Also, a, a Hulk interactive fiction game, that that alone sounds dire. Yes. Like, and I no, don't think it even had no, graphics particularly. To be honest, a text adventure incredible Hulk game. Brother, text if, adventure? That's the word I was looking for. If you just had to write Hulk smash a lot, it'd be awesome. That's all you'd, yeah, that, to complete the game. You've done it. Going well done. Smash. Hulk smash. Going Hulk off smash. again. Smash. <laughs> Uh, there is no North Smash Hole in Wall to North Hulk <laughs> Smash. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, is that about it for well, the news? Oh, more? Or no. no, no. Speaking of Game City, there was like, there's a few 
other things. But, I mean, the Stanley Parable was there. Castles in the Sky. Chroma was there. Castles in the Sky? Have you not seen Castles in the Sky? It's, it had a... That was like the indie darling for a while. Was it? Yeah. What's it about? Other uh, than Castles it's, in the it's Sky? Like a, it's like a ten minute long game. Right. Where you play like a little boy who like you jump up and float through the clouds and you know, you're climbing higher and higher and eventually you like get to go to bed and stuff. It's like a lullaby. It's quite a nice little game. Oh, okay. So... Ten yeah. minutes though. Wouldn't pay for it. No, it was only like a dollar, dollar fifty or something. Oh, okay. Proper micro game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how well was Chroma received? Um... It was fine. <laughs> oh, wow. No, the way you're saying that makes me think... No, it was, it was fine, but I got... It wasn't played that much by the public, but I got a few developers to play it, and like gave me some really good like critical feedback, like okay. ripping the shit out of it, which oh, was useful. Okay, what like? So what what's going, what did pe- what bad things did people say to you? Well, it, it was it's very specific, though. Like, um, just going through a certain area, I made... Basically, I cut off an entire like way you could go at the start. Because it sort of branches out a bit too early. Hmm. So I forced them into a different situation and changed a couple of puzzles completely and stuff like that. So it was definitely for the best. And uh, it was really useful. So I got a lot of good stuff out of that. I had uh, um, Otto from The Swapper. He's a puzzle designer for The Swapper. He played through it and... uh, Great puzzles. Doing some, helping with some puzzles. He was a really funny guy. He was fucking, he was the funniest man I've ever met. Really? He was, he was so subtle for the whole time. (laughs) He was so deadpan. He, like the first night, he was just, didn't talk to anyone. I started chatting with him. He was like, oh, so, oh, so you made, you made the swapper and stuff. Yeah, cool. And then that was it. That was it about games. Then he was just talking about like, oh, what, what com, what do you like? And he's like, I like comedy. And he's in, he likes Frankie Boyle and stuff. Hmm. And he, he was uh, just saying that, um, well, I think he thought like a lot of English people would like Frankie Boyle, so he, he would say some really offensive things that were hilarious, and it was great. I'm not going to say any now because I can't actually do it. It's just, I'll tell you later. Pussy. I'll tell you later. It was fucking hilarious though. Okay. Um. Uh. Anything else on that? Or is that Game yeah, City? Just Game City. Good. Good times. Yeah. Great. great. I. I wish I could have gone, but you know, you know, crunch at work and stuff like that. Yeah. The, the ending party was amazing. Just um, Kozilek playing a set on stage, which is phenomenal. Does uh, the uh, the music for Columbia? Oh, okay. And also C four one eight did a pretty cool set as well. But then Kozilek played, and everyone went mental. Like I, I left the room for five minutes, came back in, and there was a load of half naked men on stage. There was loads of na- like half naked game developers on stage, just oh. raving. It was just I was just really confused as to what happened. Yeah, it was good. You were there for the full week, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. And it, was it like a weekend to a weekend? Because it seemed, yeah, to, be, it seemed to go Saturday on for Saturday. right. It seemed to go on for longer than a week. I was seeing people tweeting about it. Yeah. Uh, how long do you go for, Dave? Yeah, I was just there till the Tuesday. Ah, okay. Cool. cool. Okay. Everyone should go next year. It's awesome. <laughs> Not everyone. Well, okay. Everyone. At most, we're going to attract five more people through this. So yeah, yeah. fine. <laughs> Um, uh, any other news? Uh, we have the Humble Store officially opened. Yes. You know that it's been effectively open for quite some time. Well, yeah, they've been doing like weekly sales and all sorts, and the fact that you, you know, some games were only available through the Humble Store. So mm. I don't, I don't know exactly what's changed. Well, it was, it was, it was kind of an open beta before. And right. Now it's officially open, open. And, but what, what, what does it offer over Steam? I don't understand what's so good DRM about the free version, basically. So they're basically the same as GOG. Uh, it doesn't. I, yeah. It doesn't have to be a DRM free to be on Humble Store. No, 
I mean, I'm sure they'd prefer it if it was all mm. DRM free, but it doesn't have to. Be. All right. Well, it's just another storefront then, I guess. Okay. I don't. I mean, they've got they've built up a lot of um, publicity and stuff through the bundles. So yeah, I think yeah. the fact that people have a lot of games already on their account with Humble through the bundles. Yeah. Right. So that's having, that was kind of Trojan horse, basically. Having yeah, yeah having a store is just convenient. You know? It's kind of like Steam, wasn't it? Yeah. The I bundles are uh, their their Half Life Two, basically. They've uh, launched their platform via that. Yeah. Like Steam was sort of Half Life Two was the big I mean, one. Because I, I, I don't mm. think of it as a platform because it's not like there's a, a client that runs on my PC. It's just a website that I occasionally yeah. go to because I forget some keys. <laughs> Um, and I always just get Steam keys from there anyway, mm. so it's not like anything's really with Humble Bundle for me. It just seems like, a, I, I guess it's just people wanting a, a slice of the pie, isn't it, really? Yeah, I think the best thing going around at the moment is Itch, Itch.io. That's a really cool site. It's just, um, it's like the Humble Bundle type thing. You can get a little widget, and you the developer who uses that gets 95% of the money that comes through. Right. And it's I've I bought my games through it, and it's it took me about five seconds to buy a game, and then I had it downloading. It was fun. It was really good. Itch.io. Itch.io. Yeah. I've not even heard of it. Yeah, it's all. not. It's a few like um, more prominent indie devs have started like talking about it now. Like Sophie Holden's always talking about it, um, and it is really good, and it's definitely like worth putting games on there. So I'll be using that when I. Well, ninety-five percent is a hell of a lot because Steam's like I think seventy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, seventy percent. So. Um, of course, Dave cannot comment Dave, on this. Dave can't comment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no. I thought there was like I thought you weren't allowed to talk. The, uh, on, no, there's only an NDA for um, the Steamwork stuff, which is like the code and the integration. All right. Oh right, okay. Because I, I always thought you weren't allowed to say how much you'd sold on Steam. And yeah, things yeah. Like I thought that. there was loads of stuff like that with Steam. Uh, I mean, I have read the contracts, but to be honest, I don't remember anything like that. Oh Can't right, remember. okay. That's all. We'll dodge it anyway, just in case. Yeah. Drop you in any legal trouble. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. fuck you guys. You let, let me <laughs> let me go off on one the other week. So yeah, but it didn't result in anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I have actually been summoned to court by uh, now. <laughs> They've got other shit to do. Um, They've got some of the lives to ruin and stuff. Yeah, no, no. I understand that it was. Oh, good lord. Because <laughs> um, I understand that the the humble store opened and it was like it's done like a millions in sales or whatever in the first day yeah. or something crazy. It's done very, very well, apparently. But, yeah, it's the same bundles. It's the same offers you get elsewhere. I just don't see... I, I can't see me going from Steam to anything else, really. I think Steam has captured my heart's mind. Yeah, and, and now Steam's becoming more and more open. Yes, Steam, absolutely. Steam is going towards open platform completely now. Yeah. It definitely will be within a year. Definitely. You think what? So you think Greenlight will just cease to exist? Yeah. It'll just be... Um, you put your game on there, and then it it's just there. But like the the battle will be getting um, storefront space basically. Um, right. So humble one. So what else has happened? Towerfall. Yeah, PS4. Towerfall Ascension, isn't Ascension, it? Ascension. Yeah. Yeah, which will be the definitive version. Which I thought the PC version was going to be the definitive. Version. It's yeah, the same game. I. I think. No, no, he said, I thought, I thought they said that the PS4 version will have some shit that's not on the PC. It will oh, really? be the definitive version. Yeah. So now you have to get a PS4. Yeah. yeah I'd like one, but I don't <laughs> shit money, so uh, I can't probably do that. You should probably start to learn how to shit money then. Yeah. yeah? Look, I've got some pound coins you can eat. And, you know, that'll get you started. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think that's a very, like, sort of promising financial 
idea. Well, you haven't tried it yet, have you? Well, it's not going to multiply in there. How do you know that? You know, it right? Could... Give me the coins. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I thought you were reaching for them because that's got all the the single player stuff in there. And it's got isn't it got something that was like a sixteen player co op mode or something, or twelve player co op mode or something crazy? What in Towerfall? Yeah. How did that? I don't know. Is that I online? I don't know because that's what I seem to recall reading was that it had like a twelve player co op something. And I've not read mad. that. That would be crazy. I know. I'm sure that's what I read. It must have been a typo. Like one or two player co-op or something like that. Could you imagine Spelunky with like 16 players? It's bad enough with us. That said, we got all the way to the the temple. So uh, we did pretty well today. And that was that first go. We're going to kick its ass later. Yes. Um, But yeah, so, you know, reasons to give a shit about the Ouya diminish by the day. They, oh, aren't they doing an Ouya too? Aren't what? they making a new Ouya with like a new year? A new year. <laughs> they must oh, call right. it the new year. Already? What? Or maybe the two year? Yeah, that works no, too. Um, what? what? Year, year where did you hear I'm this? Pretty sure that's happening. I can't remember where. Unless well, I dreamt. Did it, you I dream this? Yeah, because I often dream about Ouya, yeah. the ideal console. They've never made any secret that they plan to make future consoles. So. Yeah, but I can't. It's, it's, it feels like it's only just come out and bombed. Well, yeah, they've, they've, they, it came out, like, they've released this console and then gone, okay, we've learned all of the shit with that. Like, all, everything that's bad about that. And then we're going to leave it all in and make another one. Uh, which, yeah. That seems, oh, thanks for the 10 million, guys. Um, but we don't give a shit about your machines anymore because we're making this one with another terrible controller. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I think maybe I'd hope that's one thing they'd learn from. And as we said, like once they just, uh, what was it, get a third party control yeah. developer to make them. Well, the thing is, the price of control, like the, the to buy like a PS4 controller, is like forty five quid or something. The is cost, that how much controllers are now? They're crazy because of all the other shit that they have in them that that I suppose will be kind of expected because of all the you know the motion control yeah, crap. Shit. Um, it's a, a crazy. Looking pricey. forward to the Steam controller though. Yeah, well, we t- we discussed that last week. Yeah. Discuss it again. Sorry. We've... Hopefully that'll be cheaper than 45 quid. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose, I mean, trackpads can't be terribly expensive things. It's just a couple of trackpads in a... It's got to be. It's got to be cheaper. Uh, you haven't heard anything about your application, have you, Dave? Uh, they're announcing them in the next few weeks, I think. Oh, okay. So... Well, that's something that I- I've heard that I-, I lost that award. So I should probably mention Oh, that. yeah. That's unlucky. Yeah. So you you <sighs> had your, like thoughts last week uh, last month about what was going to happen and, and I was pretty right. much exactly that happened yeah uh mike bethel won as as i thought did uh, you go to the event then no no well because because <laughs> this is like i'm gonna be, I, i'm gonna come quite bitter when i say this um <laughs> so no no uh, basically the only people who would go to the event were the people who are going to win the awards now so obviously what you think is that you would then be contacted sometime before so you could make travel arrangements yeah in order to go there or or likewise not make travel arrangements but no i heard fuck all um and i had to actually um contact someone else and find out if they had heard anything and from that discern that i had definitely not won so that's what i did i'll Correct. be honest there's only two other people this could possibly yeah, be yeah. Um, <laughs> um but yeah so someone very kindly informed me that yes i i wouldn't need to be going uh because they had won um <laughs> so uh, but obviously, I kept shtum about it until it had been, you know, announced. But yeah, uh, yeah um, I, I heard nothing. I, I found out by asking someone else, uh, which 
which felt a little bit rum because it's not like they couldn't have phoned me and said you haven't won but could you not tell people because it's not like i'm gonna it's not like i've paid money to enter yeah. uh, and i'm gonna feel aggrieved or anything because it's, it's lovely to be nominated yeah. uh, it's not the igf where you have to drop a hundred dollars um or whatever is it hundred dollars this year hundred dollars yeah or 95 something like that maybe right okay it's a money-making scam, I say. <laughs> I, well, no, it's not. Obviously, I, I like Brandon, so I'm sure it isn't. But that's a lot. I mean, they have a lot of entries, don't they? Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Like over a thousand or something. Good God. They include, that's including students. Oh, do, entries. They, um, yeah. do they pay less, do they, the students? Or is it free? I would I presume students are free. Yeah. I, I haven't, I've never checked, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think maybe. Oh, yeah. So I guess maybe 600-ish. Without the students in, which is still the six hundred main entries. This year. Yeah, wow. There's always a huge amount of them. It goes That's why they need so many well. judges. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy quantity. And what that really just points to how many deluded people there are, because there aren't six hundred good games being made at the moment. There, there's a yeah. Well, if you don't, I mean, if you don't enter, you can't win. So even you've got to be in it to win. If you're making but, a game and you think, oh, this is well, I suppose actually everyone thinks the game is shit when they're making it usually. But I don't know. You've got to give it a try. Uh, you might. And to, you, to be fair, Cart Life won stuff, so yeah, I I think shit. I have a chance people, with any some game. Some people do love Cart Life. Do you know what? I think that's probably the main difference between the indie game industry and the professional games industry is that we know when we're making a fucking turkey. <laughs> Um, in the past, not at the company I work at now, but in the past, I, <laughs> I, I have worked on games. Nice swerve. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, there's one I was working called Nicktoon Snapshot that luckily got canned, which was a fucking poison chalice of a game. <laughs> Awful. It was terrible. It was, you know, terrible. We were all doing our best, but we were getting these really unreasonable demands by the external producers who were saying, Oh, can you put this in it? Can you put this in it? Can you put this in it? And because I was, because it was effectively our only paying project, I was always saying, Yeah, sure, we can do that. Because I was being instructed to say, yeah, sure, we can do that. And I was lead design on it, and it was just horrible. And we'd have to find really bastardized ways to, to sort of, to appease them, but without, you know, with the least amount of effort on our part. It was, <laughs> oh, God. And so, yeah, I mean, you, you know when you're making a turkey of a game. Um, I mean, there, but there will still be, like, uh, deluded people in the company who think you're making something great. Like, um, I know some friends who worked on a game uh, that's uh, called Hydrophobia. And I think they were conscious that the game was not going to turn out brilliantly. But, um, you know, the people in charge seemed to think it was, you know, brilliant. I mean, they very famously contacted reviewers who were giving them a bad time, saying, oh, no, you're playing the game wrong. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that's litigious or not. I'll check with them on Monday. <laughs> I might have to cut that out. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's, uh, I think, uh, whereas Indies, I think, yeah, everyone do, do believe that they make something good. Because actually, and I'm not going to name names here, we have obviously this indie meeting that we have every month. And I remember someone coming along with a game there and saying, play this, it's really good. And it was dog shit. Um, I mean, proper, proper dog shit. Um, I can't even imagine what that was. Okay, I'm going to cut this bit out. And we're back. So, so they, they, they have now agreed with me that some that the indies are deluded even when it's shit. Because that was proper shit, wasn't it? Sure. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> um, we're all afraid you're not going to cut that I'm out. I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though, the only the audience for, for, for this, the people we know. I know, but to be honest, 
a few people have brought stuff that isn't possibly brilliant. So they'll all be going, oh, was it, is it me they're talking about? But they'll all know who we're talking about. I remember about. this one. It was called Chroma. <laughs> yes. I saw that. that won't go anywhere, though. Yeah. We could be talking about Pucky, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, you really could, actually. <laughs> As you know, that black and white game you did was pretty bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice idea. It's just, I uh, wasn't... Are you, that are you still great. doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave's nodding. <laughs> if I had a heart, I'd feel bad. <laughs> Um. So yeah. So um, I don't know what we were talking about there. I can't know. Okay. No well, we were originally oh, yeah. Tower Fall. Tower Fall. Right. But we had detoured. Holy crap! <laughs> that, that was even more we, off topic we got to than the stuff. Via the Ouya, I guess. Yeah. See, that's it. It's it's the only way to go from the there. gateway to shit town, Turdsville. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. I was gonna say shit town, Turdsville sounds. Turdsville also sounds like a town. Yeah. Be like Shitsville, Turd County. Yeah, it was like in a, a state or something. Yeah, that's what Turd County would be. Mm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you wouldn't have Shit Town and Turdsville. They're, those are two separate locations that might be in Plop County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just, I'm just trying to be Plop County. Plop oh, County. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, what else? What's on the list? I, I think we've done news. Okay, that was news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's overstating the case slightly. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, should we do, uh, Kickstarter next? Sure. All right. Now I know, uh, so there's been quite a few good things this year. This year, this month, you fucking idiot, Graham. Uh, Night in the Woods by, uh, Alec, Alec Haluka or Infinite, what are they called? Infinite Ammo. Infinite, well, yeah, Infinite Ammo. That's it's Infinite Fall is doing it. I presume they've set up. A company. Well, because Infinite Ammo was him and Derek, I think. No, was. that was Blit. Bit, oh yeah, Bit Bitblot. Bitblot was him and Derek. Infinite Ammo was when they were going to be doing that uh, that three D game. Marion. Marion, yes. Um, Which uh, was just Haloka on his own. Okay, right, and that went tits. So. Uh, so now this is Infinite Fall. Infinite Fall, right? Okay, and it's it looks really it looks interesting. It it's, it seems to be about some vandal cats that break. Yeah fluorescent tubes a lot from or, or, or hit things but um I, I don't know what quite kind of game it is uh, from the footage it just it looks lovely and intriguing yeah but, it's, um, it's it sounds like it's story driven it, yeah a lot of it looked like it from the text that was on screen it looked like it was um about depression and stuff as well but like with really cute oh. cartoony graphics. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I'm back in. It looks looks really good and really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The art style is very nice. Uh, has it made its money? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like three times over. Yeah, okay. It has. Right. It hasn't done a hyperlight drifter though, yet. No, it's not hemorrhaging money. No, hyperlight drifter. He asked for like thirty grand and he got like four hundred thousand or something. Six hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, he absolutely caned it in. Yeah. And, yeah, and the footage of it looks no. quite nice. It was insane. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They had like, they just kept putting stretch goals on like I don't even I can't even imagine what to put next. But so just, why? Why keep putting stretch goals on? I don't know. Yeah, just say I will buy myself this many pies. My That's yeah, I, I keep thinking like if my stretch goals would be I'd like just listing the different kinds of foods that I would get yeah. afterwards. I will be eating only foie gras from now on. <laughs> it's nice foie gras. Um you're going to you're going to Kickstarter, aren't you? No. Aren't you? I thought you I were. thought I'm I'm if I've run out of money, maybe. Right, okay. But it's, I'm all right for now. Anyway, <laughs> you got a plan for these things. 
Hey, you don't. You're the last minute you go, oh shit, I'm about to be homeless. Then let's have a look at some... Actually, I'll, that, I'll put on true. a 30-day Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... I mean, that's kind of what happened with... Um, um, not Codemasters. Um, Blitz Games is that yeah, you know, Dizzy was kind of the bit of a last gasp thing. We laughed at it at the time. Yes, which now I feel bad because, you know, they really did well by their employees. In the, you know, they mortgaged their houses so they could actually pay their employees for the last month. Really? And stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I mean that they they really behaved honourably in how that thing, um, how they they folded that company up, but it doesn't mean you know that that wasn't a shit Kickstarter. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, so so that looks um very, very attractive, and and uh, you know they've been plugging in the hell out of it on Twitter, uh, all the time. Loads of people. Yeah. But, and I, but I, but you see, it's weird. You'd almost think that they weren't making their money, and that's why they were doing it. But they've actually, you know, they've been raking it in. It's it's people higher. see something like that and get excited, which is cool. So they want to I spread kn- the word, right? No, but it just it seemed it seemed to me like the Twitters were like, oh, please advertise our thing, please help us get the word out, and it's like well, everyone knows about it. Um, so that was quite confusing. But it's nice to see that you know Alec is doing a thing because the last thing was at uh, Aquaria, obviously that he uh, finished. Um, which you were saying someone's doing this mod for, um, aren't they? Yes. Where you go on land and that. Well, you fly. Oh, okay. Oh. You might like it. Do you know, because you were saying you don't like games based underwater. Yeah. Right. What if they just made it so the, the wibbly wobbliness was gone and it was like you were in the air and you flew? It's, I don't know. I probably would actually like it, weirdly. You weird. I know. I don't. <laughs> it's just if I see things like corals and stuff, it, I just hate underwater stuff. Even though it can be really pretty. I just, for some reason... Maybe I, maybe I had a traumatic incident when I was a kid that I don't remember. Maybe I, or I drowned and died for a few minutes or something. That's it. So it's basically a swimming pool issue. I think I probably just had, I played Echo the Dolphin and had nightmares about it when I was like four. <laughs> or did someone maybe like do a wee in a swimming pool when you were in there? I think a lot of kids probably did wees in swimming but pools. They, do they, now do they genuinely put a chemical in that changes colour? No. no that's Urban okay. myth. That'd be so cool. You've heard that, right? Not, not no, that I've sorry. been weaning in lots of pools or anything. No, it so, no, doesn't work. Okay. doesn't happen here. So, oh, I, I thought, right, this must be because you're younger, but the idea was that there was this chemical in swimming pools in the UK. Where turn it bright blue or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if you had a piss, right, yeah, that it would I've become really, really obvious. I think, you know, the yellow that it piss is is fairly obvious. <laughs> anyway, you know, like, like if, if I had, if I pissed in a swimming pool after a night on the tiles... You'd know about it. This this thick brown ichor. Oh my god! <laughs> that, that would spread. You know that morning after piss. That's, Jesus Christ! That's like the colour of badly stewed tea. It's um. So they wouldn't need a chemical. That's what I'm saying. But you know, if I've just drunk like two two liters of water, I could sneak it out. They wouldn't know. Other than it being strangely warm, um, would be all right. So I'm just going to take a minute. Take a minute here to make sure we've covered uh, piss and shit <laughs> and. Uh, dicks yeah that's night in the woods yeah <laughs> <laughs> a glowing uh, endorsement there oh my god um Dear. between me and the night by rain dance studios you have no idea what that is no i've it wrote it down but i don't remember what we, we, should, we should have probably googled it that would have <laughs> worked well you watched the trailer thing for it yeah i still don't know what it was i don't know why i wrote it down something piqued my interest i didn't back it though so okay but you have backed uh night in the woods no I haven't backed that either. I think I might. Well, well, if it's made its money, I'll, I'll just wait to come back. Oh, right. So price. you only ever help them up to the line, do you? Yeah. You don't back ones where yeah. it's a stretch. I'm, I'm happy to wait for something to come out and then pay full price. I don't mind that. Mm, okay. Um, and then there's uh, Secrets of Raticon or Reticon or... Which isn't making its goal. 
Yeah, so this was because it looks really pretty. Yeah, it looks nice. It's got a really nice art style. Uh, so you'd think it will be in, you know, um, totally I've, I've seen a cabinet. lot of buzz about it on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. What type of game is it, though? <laughs> oh, I, I for actually don't fuck's know. sake. <laughs> From that video, it looked like a, maybe a spaceship type flying thing. Something like no, that. He, uh, it was a bird, wasn't it? Or flying? you're a bird. Someone <laughs> flying. Someone was flying. You're flying, collecting stuff. I thought it was an RPG. So it shows, the name of Secrets of Raticon, that sounds like an RPG with an androgynous person. You see, this might be the problem why yeah, they're not getting maybe, backers. <laughs> maybe they could have put something more interesting in there, or more like gameplay in the video. Or oh, we could have done research. Mm. Well, that's not, uh, if they don't make it easy yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. That is a perfectly valid point, though. Like, if they should sell it to us in that one video. Like, yeah, it's not our or, job to, to figure out what this game yeah, is. Yeah, like it. Night in the Woods, you watch that video and think, I want that. Like, that's their job. Like, I mean, looking at that video, I did think, like, that looks really cool. I don't know what the fuck it is, though. Right. But I guess I thought about that way about Night in the Woods as well. This is true, and that's made its money. Yeah, maybe maybe thought. maybe there's only one space for one of these kind of ooh what is it games? Oh, it's uh, on Indiegogo as well, and I think people are again um, look slightly reluctant to use that. That was it. It's on in- yes, but so that means they're going to get the money whether it gets to 100 percent anyway, aren't they? Possibly. It's I thought we checked yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah. It's we, one of the ones. Yeah, okay. yeah, they'll get the money no matter what. So which which is I yeah well as we were discussing we think is a little bit rum because it means that. You know, if then there's no way that they can actually finish the project because they haven't got. Yeah, the money. if you say I need I need this much money to do the project, but if you can't do it, then if you get the money like half of the money, then you've got half of what you need to do it. So where do you get the extra money from? Exactly. Or do you make an inferior product? It's a weird sort of situation. Yeah, so, so that's why Kickstarter I think is probably better because they just have a hard line, mm. which is good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't. You're never going to get burned on Kickstarter. Well, you are, but. Um, there's there's stories I've heard recently about people about um, backers scamming the people doing the Kickstarter. How? There's a guy who would always buy like the biggest tier thing, like thousands of like thousand dollars or whatever, hmm. and then they'd send the item and he'd do a chargeback and get his money back, and they were just the people who sent it out were just fucked. Really? Yeah, it's a real thing, and he's done it on loads of projects as well. And people keep trying to report him. But Surely that just scams Kickstarter, though, because the the money goes through Kickstarter; it doesn't go direct to the. But they, the if they sent him something that was worth like a load of money, yeah. yeah like but if he charges back, he's charging back Kickstarter, not. Yeah, but they're going to then charge back the people who they would have given the money. I don't know. To, yes, they? it wasn't good for anyone really, apart from him. Yeah. So yeah, but that means he's got loads of custom-made tat in his house, surely. <laughs> And everyone has his address. Yeah. So I can just send the police round. Yeah, this this, <laughs> this is a very short-sighted idea on his yeah. part. Mm. But that's... Mind you, I suppose if it's... um, That's why I think it's sensible where the really high-tier stuff is just get to meet the developers and have a day and get to design an enemy and shit like that. That I don't give a fuck about, but someone does. Those, like, on the film ones where, you know, like, you know, you can have a part in the movie and things like that. That's, you know, that avoids that whole issue. I think that's always the sensible thing. I think people who make the who do physical rewards for Kickstarters are um not terribly sensible about yeah, it. I you, think most of them you you're spending half the money doing the rewards. Yeah, yes. it's hard to do though. Like it's hard to think like what do you do that you don't have to send out physical stuff for? Like you if you're making a game, you've got the game and then some people will say, Oh, I'll give you two copies of the game. 
Yeah, a lot of them do like soundtracks, PDF instructions, things like that that really should be included, frankly. Mm. But um, I, th- I think yeah, when it, when it starts posters and you know physical copies of the game, it's like oh, it's just a ball ache, frankly. But yeah. most of the time, I don't back Kickstarts for that stuff anyway. Oh, you see, the only one I've That's done for that stuff was Veronica Mars movie, and they they actually just outsourced all of that to a fulfillment company very sensibly, so they didn't have to deal with that. Um, my T-shirt should be arriving soon, so that's exciting. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, what else is on your uh, your Kickstarter? Uh, Catacomb Kids. Now, see, I've been following this for ages since uh, yeah. since it was just some animated gifs on Tigsource. It's a uh, procedurally well, generated. I'm not, I'm not sure Mark has access to that area of Tigsource. No, probably not. Then. What? Oh no, there was just a, there was just a regular thread. I I, I don't oh, really? think I have access to anywhere special on Tigsource anymore. Anyway, I used oh, to be a mod. Right. He's devlog for it, though. He's definitely on the the hidden forums. Is it? I'm pretty What's sure. Hmm. Maybe. Are you sure? I'm Why would you put a devlog on a hidden forum? What's well, the fucking point in that? You can post builds and stuff there. Yeah, lo- yeah, loads of people do because they don't want to have a project cast. Really? What? You've never heard of Pop and Cast? Yeah, I've heard of Pop and Cast. Yeah, that's the same sort of thing. That's close on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just say that because Jerry's a member. Um, <laughs> uh, Jerry, Jerry, get me into the popping cast. I, I don't want to. Be, <laughs> don't want to be in the popping cast because they didn't finish their super banana bababa nababa remake. So, <laughs> and it was looking really lovely. So I'm angry with them okay. uh, for that reason. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, Catacomb Kids. It's a procedurally generated. Um, Sort of a slow, I suppose, kind of spelunky-ish, but with lots yeah, of RPG overtones. Yeah, well, the combat looks really nice, you know, with the whole sort of dashing past things and rolling, and it looks kind of um, almost Dark Soulsy, mm. I would say, in that it's got a bit more sort of depth to it. Yeah, it does look a bit awkward though, but that yes. that also looks where a lot of the fun will come from. Yes, no, I agree, it. it does look a bit awkward, but um, but it's got some weird stuff like the whole fact that every time you play, the potions are randomised. In that the the color of a potion isn't indicative of what it does, and so every time you play, you so know, like the pills and stuff on Banny with Isaac, I guess. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So you have to find out what it is when you actually play, um, which I I don't really like personally. Mm. I think that sounds a little bit kind of awkward, um, but uh, but it looks I, I I like the look of it a lot. It's uh, it's being done in Game Maker, so I think it has. Is some, it? I think so. Yes. Really. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's going to chug on my computer. Yeah. Well, it looks like some of the, some of the demo videos do look a little bit sluggish, and maybe it's an issue with because he's got he's got all dynamic computer. lighting in it and everything, hasn't it? Um. Yeah. I don't know if it has shadow casting or not. Yeah, not shadow, but like. Um... But yeah, yeah, nice sort of lighting going on. Um, but quite simplistic. But it looks it looks really really good. It looks it, it looks like my kind of game. Absolutely. You know. Well, I, I backed it. Yeah. 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 Same here. Um, but um, how's he doing? Do we know? I, I think last time I checked, it had just passed, or it was close to. Yeah. So is is everyone just waiting to look it yeah, up? Yeah, come on, chop chop. <laughs> Talk about another one in the meantime. <laughs> oh, well, scales just finished on Kickstarter, did hasn't that, it? Did that be its thing? Hmm? Did that finish? Yes, yeah. It's uh, it, only in the last couple of days it uh, yeah. went. Over. It was it was asking for eighty-seven thousand. Yeah. And I think he got to about a hundred. Because I think there's one oh, stretch cool. goal that got uh, fulfilled, and I'm surprised it didn't do better than that because it did look really. Because what I, the art style looks kind of weirdly old school. It almost looks like flat poly stuff. 
Well, they are, they are using like that kind of polygon thing, aren't they? But yeah. that works with the mechanics of the game. Yeah. Because it needs to be able to change the size and stuff. It's definitely a very interesting looking game. Yeah. Well, that, that looks like a yeah an awful lot of fun. Um, but uh, what well, we should, be, if you don't know what scale is, it's a game where you can shrink and grow things. And but you know, if something's inside something, then it also shrinks and grows. Like like one of the puzzles where there's like a, like a chest, and all he does is he turns on its side, stands on it, and then makes it really really big so he can fall through the hole in the lock. Yeah. To get the stuff inside. That's just so. It seems like it's going to be one of those games that's got loads of really clever puzzles like that. Yeah. Uh, although I suppose they'll all boil down to shrinking and growing stuff or like you know he gets so like there's a butterfly and he just makes it grow jumps on it and flies across a gap which is um that seems very cool so that that, that that's interesting and that's just made his money um happily uh did you find out whether he's done yeah no he's he's not close yet oh gee, what's he what's how many days left uh well there's 24 days to go okay and how much has he made uh seven thousand out of twenty thousand well, that's a really modest oh. amount he's asking for. I'll probably make that. But, I mean, he's been working on it a long time already, so... Oh, yeah. You'd think the core of the game is in there. Yeah, is, has there been any de- demos released? Yeah, there are, well, I mean... Well, I don't on, know how on your pub- private posh <laughs> forum. Don't yeah. know how public <laughs> they've been. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Hey, I've played the demo. It's really good. <laughs> Well, wow, that's know. such a great impression of David. Yeah, it's, it's uncanny, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you'd think it was coming from his mic. I mean, have you actually played any of the demos? Uh, no. Oh, there you God's go. Sake. <laughs> All right, you're logging into my PC. <laughs> and we're going to get a demo down. Um, that's allowed, right? Um, but that looks um, that looks uh, that looks really cool. I'm looking forward to that because it does. It, it is the the combat looks like it's actually got depth in it, um, which uh, which is weird in 2D things. Cause it's only mash, mash, mash. Um, Just as a side note, sort mm-hmm. of related, did you see the Hyperlight Drifter uh, combat demo? Yes, looks very good, doesn't it? Fucking beautiful. I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's Bo Blythe. You know, he he does really good 2D combat, top downy shooty things. So yeah. yeah, he's 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 he's. When I saw he was attached, to that I was like, yeah, backed. Yeah, because it does look. It I looks s- beautiful. I just saw that video the other day and just drooled everywhere all over my keyboard. Just oh yeah, oh, top, like, top, top down Dark Souls. Yeah, it looks really really lovely. Um, can't wait for that. Just um, yeah, I'm really happy. I I can't believe just how that exploded in terms of yeah. six hundred grand or whatever. But um, I'm yeah, very happy for them. So yeah, hopefully yeah. that'll be out next year sometime. We'll see. I guess. Um, have you got anything else on your list of Kickstarter? Uh, no, that's it for my Kickstarter. I, I did have a quick look. There's that Paradise Lost First Contact. Ah yeah. Um, game where it's uh where it's stealth plant them up. Metroidvania, where you're like a like a meteor crashes and then you're like an alien plant life form and you've got to escape from a base. Um, and it seems like you're killing a lot of humans on the way, but that's the weird thing. It, I, I looked at that and I was suddenly like, well, this is the exact same plot of the uh, i iPad game Perfect Cell. Um, it's also on the iPhone where you're an alien and you're trying to escape uh, and it's a stealth them up. Um, although that's level based rather than a Metroidvania. But um, the video for that Paradise Lost looks very nice, but it looks quite the puzzles look very bespoke, like um, like each one almost you know like a point of click adventure where each one has been set up and then there's that you never use that particular yeah, very set again. piece. Yeah, um, although it's I mean it says it is like a sort of a sort of a stealth game in that you have a, certain abilities that you use, um, but um, yeah, I I I I'd, I'd want to actually. I'd want to play that game before I was, you know, really, really mm-hmm. convinced that they actually knew what they were doing. 
because it does it looks very pretty but um, very orchestrated at the moment. Well, I I just was disappointed it wasn't based on the epic poem. Yes, or the Star Trek film First Contact. <laughs> it's uh, it's based on neither of them. Well, no, I'm I'm more epic poem than. <sighs> Milton, yeah, you said. Mm. I'm I'm so ill-educated that I don't know. So Paradise Lost, what's that about then? It's a, the poem. It's about the devil's descent into hell. Oh, okay. You don't you don't know Paradise Lost? No, because we didn't all do Greek bloody blah at university That's like not Greek. You. I don't. Yeah, well, yeah, you did classical studies and things, didn't you? Yes. You have like a proper degree in something. No, I don't have a proper oh, okay. degree. No, I failed. Okay, but you you, <laughs> you were studying something that was like a bit lardy dar and useless, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it was very useless. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you went into. To be it. fair, my degree was useless, and that was games. <laughs> that, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like the degrees are just useless in general. Yeah, I know. I, well, I, education. I think, I think I think degrees in Stay games. In school kids. I, I think just make the damn games because because yeah. it, it, game design is such well, is bullshit the anyway. Jam the other week. Yeah, those kids from Salford turned up and they'd never made a game before, and they were one year into a games course. What the fuck? Which is mind blowing. Well, Salford also do a course in stand-up comedy. Or was it Salford? Or was it what? Stockport? Actually, I don't know. But they were, they were. I'm sure they were lovely people, but <laughs> they didn't know anything about making games. No. How Weird. that is just utter bullshit. Mm. For a start, if you're if you are that interested that you're going to do a university course, you should be making the stuff in your spare time anyway. Like Mickle yeah. does. He's he's of that age, and he's been shitting out games. So, yeah, no, oh, I just. Just makes me angry some of these things, because it's. I mean, game design is all about implementation. It's not about. It, you, you can write what you like on a piece of paper, but until you've actually made it good and fun, it's all bullshit. It, it, there, there's no wrong answers in game design. You can argue the toss on anything. I think it's just the it's the, the most faffy of skills. Anyone can do it, and anyone can be shit at it. Mm. Um, that's the thing about game design. It's it's all you know. The proof of the pudding is in the eating with the game design. It's all it's all down to a, a like a really good programmer to do it properly. I would say, <laughs> make it better. And you know, a good game designer will know how they can make it better. However, it's just faff, frankly. It's it's, it's yeah. Hmm. The idea of like you know superstar game designers is one of these ridiculous things. People who got lucky once. You look at Pixel, did a really good game, Cave Story. Everything else is done. Eh. Frankly, not that great. Um, so, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, while I was looking through, I saw this thing called, um, Deathfire Ruins of Nethermore, which is the most RPG title ever. I had a friend called Alwyn who thought the the most perfect RPG game would be called Beardhammer, <laughs> which I think is a great title. Beardhammer sounds like it could be a good game. It does, doesn't it? It just, it just conjures dwarves and stuff. We could, I'm sorry, Alwyn Talbot. It's, uh, it's his idea. Um, but that, um, that, that looks like it's a first person dungeon crawl. So I am almost inevitably going to back that because I spend most of my time going to the grimrock.net, uh, webpage to see if they've updated with a new (laughs) blog entry and they never have. And I just want it so bad. It looks so good. I, I, I'm just a sucker for the first person, um, dungeon crawl. Uh, Confederate Express. That's the, uh, the post apocalyptic zombie post em up. That looks quite good. I think that's made its money, but that's got like that beautiful with the, oh, the beautiful one with lighting. The fucking ridiculous graphics. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, they draw everything lit from eight different directions, and then they combine so it good. in some magic formula, 
Um, but that that kind of ties into Sprite Lamp, which is I don't oh, know yeah, what, yeah. what's that then. Uh, it's like a tool so you can create things like high maps, normal maps, and stuff like that from like any kind of art. So you have to draw lighting profiles from a few different directions, then it merges them all together and generates um, like that those kind of things for you. And the the, well, that... the results are really good as well because um, their example was a zombie that's completely flat. Uh, shaded, yeah, and then they, they they draw some shading from different angles, and then um, create the normal map from it. And then when they rotate the light around it, it looks really good. Mm. But surely, I don't understand why that's complicated. Because I would have thought, what making a normal map? Yeah, it's pretty tricky. Is it? Um, it's. It, I mean, it can be. It's not that tricky because it's and just it's just the different lights from the different directions. It's like um. 3D modeling stuff, then it's fine to like you can bake stuff in. Yeah, but for people just doing 2D stuff, I know. But I mean, if you're going to the trouble of doing these, you know, these it lit from different direction things, yeah, combining that information to figure out to to generate a normal it doesn't sound like it's a terribly complicated. How do you process. do that? I have absolutely no idea how you'd even go about that. Converting those different profiles, merging them together, and then converting it into this thing that's like goes from these different weird colours all over the place it's crazy I, I would I, I reckon I could take a run at that, that I mean problem. it is possible I've, see, I've seen people um, do the, the three colour channels separate and then just combine them hmm. before it is possible because I mean basically you're just making the normals for the normal map yeah so you, you're just taking the coordinates in the red green and blue channels yeah uh, to create the normals um, so it is possible, but yeah, well, I mean, I, I, it, I it is supposed to simplify the the process. Because yeah. I would have thought you would just look at how how bright it is in each of the RGB, and from that you can figure out the actual angle that light must be hitting at. From you know, if it's this bright on the horizontal axis and this bright on the vertical axis, then a simple sine cosine thing will render an angle out, and from that you can calculate. Well, based on the, the ones normal. around it, or something. No, well, no, but well, no, based on that single. So pixel. you also you give it a height map. Effectively, you're sort of generating a height map, and from that you can generate the normals. Yeah, well, I think this can generate height maps and stuff as well. I've never actually considered the height map thing. That might be something I should look into. Considering yeah. you're making a game with lots of well, normal yeah, maps. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hand draw shit. And, and to be honest, you should be the expert amongst us on normal I, I, I know yeah. what I do that works, and I just use that. But I got to a stage where I kind of need to draw more complex and bigger stuff. It gets really fucking tedious to do. Yeah. So it would be good to have a tool like Sprite Lamp. Or but something also, similar. Sprite Lamp, you don't have to do it with pixel art. I've noticed they had one sketched, where yeah. they sketched the shading from the... And it created really cool effects. So it was oh. like a, a sketched um, shading uh, map to it. That'd be really which, cool which looked really good. Done like that. And that's made its money, I assume? Yeah, in it the wasn't, first hour or yeah, something. He, wa he wasn't right. asking for very he much. He asked for like oh, 6,000 right. uh, Australian dollars and he hit 11. Oh, was it just so he could like buy certain bits of software for... Yeah, yeah, basically. Right. That's I love I love seeing a Kickstarter where they break down the money and stuff like that. Because then the, the Catacomb Kids one he has where he said, uh, you know, half the money is basically so that I can afford my rent. <laughs> and then and then and he breaks down, you know, all the other things. I, I like, like that, that transparency um, for these things. Um yeah, when they are well, that 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 terrible Major Tom game that we saw, they it was so they could buy licenses for all this shit middleware we'd never heard of. Um, so that's it. It's quite nice. Um, uh, what else? Da, da, da. I think that's about it in terms of Kickstarter. Although the uh, the Chaos sequel is it Chaos Reborn? I can't remember. 
The one that Julian Gold's oh, doing. Oh, Rebirth, is it? Chaos Rebirth, maybe? I think it is. I forgot. Has well, he done a Kickstart? He's going to do one in the new year. Oh, I am backing that. I am backing I the am shit backing out of that. that. Oh, that's going to be great. I've been following the blog, but I didn't... Oh, no, actually, yeah, I think I remember him mentioning he was going to do a Kickstart. So, yes, so I will be backing that. Yeah, I think that'll be launching next year. I'll just throw in a mention for Treasure Bear as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which was, it was, it was like really cute art style that really reminded me of Spelunkies and for the, for the video footage, yeah, or yeah, it'll yeah. do a bit, a little bit, the art, and then, and then, and then just the kind of flat. flat pixel. Yeah. But I'm interested to see where it goes. It just looks like a, I don't a know, grapple there's game. something, like, it looks pretty, like, simple and stuff, and like, I've seen a million games with, like, grappling hooks and that kind of thing, but something about it makes me, like, happy and cheerful. It's just like a nice, cute looking game. Yeah. So maybe worth, if you, interested have a quick look at it see what you think also just treasure bear is a great name it's, it's about yeah. a bear with a treasure chest yeah, especially that treasure chest is kind of a bit like the um the chest from the pratchett books the discord ones oh luggage the, it, yeah the luggage the sapient pearwood thing just realized that his new book's out after is he is he still making books yeah he's just released one yeah, yeah right. raising steam so yeah there you go um okay well that's uh, Kickstarter. What else is there? You've got some games to review. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should review some games. How long have we been going now? <laughs> Let's have a look. It feels like we've been talking for quite a long time. Hang on, I'm going to get up. Oh shit! Yeah, one hour fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah. Well, to be fair, we took a long time at the start, and I talked about penises for quite a we while. We could probably as well. cut the dick jokes out. Uh, no, that's going to be the highlight. Oh, the star of the show. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, tell me about what games you have played. Because I have not. Should we, should we start with Stanley Parable? Stanley Parable okay, we're going to have to spoiler-proof this one, I feel. Probably, um, yes. So we'll be doing the same thing as last time with uh, cows in one ear and uh, you discussing the game and me asking you about it in the other. Because it does sound like the sort of game that, if you haven't played it, it'll ruin it. So you're going to ruin this for me now. Yeah. Basically, it's how this it goes. Um, the Stanley Parable. What is it? It's uh, It's... A story-driven game, I would say. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you know? Yes. Well, it's it's it a narrative. It's not really story, though, is it? I don't, I don't know. I suppose it is basically just like a, a choice story. But the main thing is right, it's choice, a, isn't it? Well, it's well, a this narrative is a cracking game. start. Yeah. I think I just made a weird noise in my mouth, and then it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds like I disagree." After one. <laughs> But it uh, also uh, features puzzles. I, I like a puzzle. The uh, best way to describe it is it's similar to Portal, um, in that there's a... Well, Portal has is a puzzle game at its heart, yeah. and then it has a, a, a comedic narrative running over the top of it. Okay. Whereas I'd say Stanley Parable has a comedic narrative, and then is tied together kind of with puzzles. Right. Is there any puzzles in Stanley Parable? I would call them puzzles. I suppose working out where you could go. They're not they're not as overt as something like Portal, where it says this is a puzzle. Yeah, but definitely working out the order to do things yeah. and, and things like that. Definitely, definitely puzzles. Right? So, um, but yeah, the the crux of it is choice, um, and it even says that the the, the narrator of the game tells you what to do, and you can follow him implicitly. Or you can deviate from the the, the track, and then uh, then the story develops depending on on which way you choose to go. 
Right. Basically, like the sort of way that games usually go is like you have a, like bigger games, you have a long, narrow game. But Stanley Parable was a short, wide game. Right. So it has there's loads of different ways you can get to an end, but there's loads of different endings, and it's like maybe, like ten minutes to do a playthrough, stuff like that. It's right. Really, it's a really, really good game. Well, you say it's ten minutes to do a playthrough. I couldn't play it for less than an hour each go. For well, for one end. <laughs> yeah, to get to an ending. Yeah. yeah. I suppose. Does the achievements like four minutes twenty to do a speed run or something isn't it yeah which is impossible no it's not is it oh, it's so impossible there's probably one that's like the shortest where you can finish the game yeah I mean some when you start it sometimes it cuts out half the game have you have you not seen that no yeah sometimes when you start the game it cuts out half the game it's fucking mental in what way Would, I just understand. a whole section of the game it goes because there's there's um, the the crux of the game is one point where there's a two doors you can go through mm. and the narrator tells you to go through the left one. Yeah. And that's the first point where you can deviate from what the narrator's saying. Yeah. Um, and obviously a lot of people go the right way and a lot of people go the left way. Um, and uh, the whole section before that sometimes just gets cut out completely. So you start at the doors, basically? If virtually, yeah. You walk out your door and then it's there at that, that choice. Um, and then these other things that change as well, each run through. So it's basically a game about mind fuck. Yeah, it really messes with your mind. Yeah, so, <laughs> so how many endings? You say it's a short, wide game. So well, we were just going through the endings earlier, the ones that we found. Yeah, yeah. It must have. You must have got you just listed loads. 12, I have 12, never seen. twelve at least. Yeah, and half of those probably, I hadn't even seen. Probably even more. There's loads. It's probably about 30 to 40 or something. I don't think there's any way of knowing how many endings there is. There might be loads that no one's actually found. Yeah. But there's loads of spurious achievements and things like that as well, aren't there? Yeah, the achievements. I think he was just having a laugh with the achievements. Right. So, um... Let's play the game for the entire duration of Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, play it for five years. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And there's one where it just says tap um, door 430 five times, which you think's dead easy. And then you do it. And the narrator then tells you um, that it, it shouldn't be that easy to get an achievement, and so starts sending you on all these little tasks around the game, which then get even more complicated, like crawling around in people's desks and doing things like that. So, so where's it actually set the game? Um, <laughs> in in an office of a company that's never really explained what they do, mm. right? And um, and you wake up one day. And all the other employees have disappeared. Okay. And then Stanley, which is you, mm. has to then find out what's happened to everyone. Which he never really does find out. Right. Maybe that's one of the endings. It could possibly be. For all I know. Right. And it's first person, I see. First person, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, how much does it cost? For about 10 hours, I Okay. Um, how many G's would you give it out of 10? How uh, many what? What's G's? A G's? That's, that's uh, it's a score mark. That's what they used to do on Gamesville. G's out of 10? Yeah. Oh, no, it's out of 5, actually. Gamesville, the old Sky TV show. Uh, they would rate their games out of uh, 5 G's. Right, okay. So how many G's are you going to give us? It was a really shitty uh, Sky 1 game show. Like Bad Influence or something like that. I only um, remember Game Master and Bits. Okay, right. Well, it was worse than bits, 
Um, Bits was awesome. No, Bits was terrible. It was awesome. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Um, it was one of those so bad it's good. No, yes. so, so bad it's bad. <laughs> well, anyway, Sky One had this crappy, crappy show, and uh, someone I know was on it, um, and it's one, like one of his proudest achievements that he was on this crappy show, <laughs> um, where his game got four, five, four Gs, I think. It was the Battlestar game, Battlestar Galactica game. Um, but uh, four so, Gs out of five. That's the uh, total marking scheme. So how many Gs are you going to give the Stanley Parable? Probably just give it five. It's got five Gs. That's a lot of Gs. Um, well, it being the Stanley Parable, I'd probably give it five Fs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. Nice. Uh, and the other game you played was, um, I don't know, you've got the list there. Uh, Nuclear Throne. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, which really kind of reminded me of Shoot First, which was by Bo Blythe, who did the Hyperlight Drifter. Um, to, to tie things back, uh, and apparently, so you've been playing that, and it's rock hard and good. Yeah, it's like crack cocaine, but it's a video game, and it's procedurally generated again. Ugh. It, <laughs> it it is procedurally generated, but the the levels are so small. I think the procedural generation doesn't really. Well, I think it's the same it as Spelunky. That it's just like you get used to what you have to do, rather than like getting used to the level layouts specifically. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an arena, top-down arena shooter. Right. So, I mean, the size of the levels are, are so small anyway. The procedural nature of it, I don't think really matters that much. Okay. I mean, they could have been set set levels and it wouldn't have really that, changed it, it that it much. It just gives it a little bit more variation because yeah. you not go, you don't do the exact same thing each time, do you? You, you get into a place and you think, right, well, I've got I to do, kill Well, I do. I die. <laughs> so... <laughs> You think I've got to go kill all these things and then survive. And sometimes you can spawn in the middle of just hell. And sometimes you'll spawn in like a little alcove to the side where you're a bit safer, stuff like that. So, so the, the levels are pretty linear. There's not really exploring in them. It's it's not, I wouldn't say linear, but it's just... Well, you, I mean, they're small enough that you don't really need to go that exploring no, it's not that much. Too, it's not too bad. Hmm. Like the expo- It's not like you have to walk miles to explore anything. It's just a, a relatively small level. With a bunch of enemies jammed in there, and you just go and find them and kill them. I, th- I think the the key aspect of it comes from the different characters that you have. Yeah, have different abilities, mm. so you can start with different uh, abilities, and the game will play very differently. Yeah, with the different characters, and all the mutations and stuff you get as well. Go on, you you're probably going to know the names of the characters better. Than oh me. well, the characters you I mean, there's loads of them, and by the sounds of the talk they gave at Game City, it sounds like really interesting. The backstories and stuff they have to them, because the whole world they're making is really intriguing. Like um, Jonas Turner, who makes who does like the sound effects and stuff, is making a language that the mutants speak, and it has a really basic sort of structure of like something like uh, subject and then action. And then stuff like that. So it's like it's done like three sections where you get different stuff like that. And I know one mutant f- phrase which they say in the song and stuff, which is flashing, which means <laughs> let's do this, flashing. Right. Uh, that sounds almost like um, the old Captain Blood game on the eight bits and sixteen bits, where the the language uh, because all the, it was about visiting alien planets and stuff like that. You just had a series of icons that you would use to communicate with them. Um, and each icon was, you know, meant a word, and hmm. so uh, it was it was quite cool. Yeah, so that cool. seems like a, a lot of trouble for a game. What, yeah, is see, a top-down it seems like it's wow, you really go into a lot of effort for that. That's pretty crazy. Uh, how many level? How many worlds are we going to have in total? I'm know? not sure. There's loads of stuff. I did, so, I did crown vaults and stuff in, which are like secret little levels that have 
these oh, crowns in that follow you around and stuff and give you special secret, powers though. and stuff like that. But and they've got the interdimensional police department who chase you on some levels if you accidentally um hit these special statues and stuff now. And stuff like that is really, really interesting. So it's got loads of special case stuff that edge case stuff that pops up for variety. Then I think probably eventually, but like at the moment, there's like specific statues on certain levels where if you hit them, then the police will show up and start trying to kill you and stuff. So um, I mean, would you say this is a game that's worth getting now, or maybe? Is yeah, it... I mean, I've fucking sunk so much time into it. Like when it get when it's completed, it'll be really good. But even now, it's fucking amazing. Just pl- the action of playing the game is just really good. The way it feels to shoot these weapons and stuff, mm. and the different characters, the different mutations. There's so much gameplay and variation there already. Like all the different characters are so different and yet so well balanced, mm. even already, which is really really cool. Like Crystal uh, is a character who can like who has special abilities. You can shield, like turn into a big crystal and shield yeah, yourself. It makes you invincible, doesn't it? Yeah, so Body you can like, bounce bullet, bullets yeah. off and stuff. But also, if you get a mutation upgrade, so you upgrade that weapon, and their 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 abilities are called uh, butts. Their thrown butt weapon. So you get a new thrown butt, and hers you can teleport when you do it and stuff like that as well. And steroids can dual wield. Um, it's melting has really like no HP. Has two HP, but he can right click and it detonates all corpses on the screen and kills enemies by blowing up corpses. Um, the plant can shoot uh, vines which freeze people in place stuff like that it's, there's loads of variations do you have to unlock the characters or do you get them all at the in start? the final game you will yeah. but you start at, at all the all moment them. they're all unlocked from the start of set. see now that set one is one lock no they're all unlocked oh, they all yeah. see, there's a random that, that makes me not want to not play it because it's kind of like it's it's going to give me everything that I would have to earn otherwise it seems like it's almost spoiling the game slightly mm. it's fucking great <laughs> I considered point. You know. Just can't even counter it. It's it's definitely one of those games where it's it's the the mechanic of playing it is the best part of it. I kind of yeah. like love browsers is. Yeah, so um, the, the the basic interaction is yeah. is great, and yeah. then everything on top of that is just icing. Yeah, it's all gravy. And you get to see it if you play it now. Well, icing. Yeah, you might not get to have the finished product, and you get spoiled or whatever. Mm. But you get to see it progress as it goes on. Like each week, they do play put out an update. And like the latest one went out like yesterday, and I was about to go to bed, and then someone posted it like got posted on Twitter. It's like nuclear throne update. I was like, oh for fuck's sake, I'm gonna have to play this. For, like, See, I just don't want to get. I just don't. I don't want to get burnt like I did with Mercenary Kings, which Mercenary Kings is the game. No, no, sorry, Wasting Kings. I was thinking of that. Yeah, <laughs> just completely got lost. Mercenary Kings, which of course I got the alpha for, and it's not good. Well, take my word for it. Nuclear throne is awesome. Okay, so get involved. I'll get it then. Yeah, fine. Well. Good. With Good. the new Steam feature, I'll, I'll lend you my copy. Oh, what? Has that actually been implemented now? Uh, it's coming out soon, I believe. All right. Where you can lend your games to people. That's surreal, that That's is. That's crazy, yeah. Is it, and that, is that going to be across the board? As in, games can't opt out of it, or...? Uh, I know there's... Um, uh, I'm, uh, well, I'm not sure how much I should say. Oh, God. You see, right. So this <laughs> is all inside teams. information that you know... As as Gabe knew, I I know friend. there is the possibility that people might be able to lock features in their games when they're shared, right? Because it does seem like that's it seems like a crazily empowering thing. As it, it seems like like a fucking nightmare for publishers, the idea that your game could be lent. To, well, well, I'm not I sure mean, what the restrictions are on it. Yeah, exactly, but that's one of the reasons that I think publishers like digital is that it means that yeah, they aren't you know 
No, they have the they're not, game. Yeah, they're not handing out to each other. They're just pirating instead. Except, well, yeah, but you so can't really you can't pirate. Get away from it. You can't really pirate on Steam, can and you? And I'm sure there's some restrictions to it. Yeah, you can't just let anybody play your game. Yes, I mean it's one person at a time, I would imagine, and you mm. can't play it while they're borrowing it. And I think you have to link your accounts as well, don't you? Oh, okay. Well, that sounds because like there's a there's a, a family thing coming out now where you can actually have different profiles on your account as well. Yeah. Sounds a bit complex. <laughs> um. Right, I think that's probably it then, isn't it? Yeah, we can probably leave it there. Yeah. No, I know Dark Souls in the whole episode. Oh, oh, that's right, <laughs> yes. Thank you for reminding me. Dark Souls 2, they had the uh, the beta uh, test on um, on the PS3 that I got to play. <laughs> <I've> never... <laughs> you fucking idiot. Jesus, I've never seen someone so excited. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a different one to the one that you played. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, because the one you played ended with the, the, the Sword Knight, right? Whereas the demo I was... The Mirror Knight. Mirror Knight, yeah. yeah. And um, Whereas the, the, the one that they had on uh, for, for open access, for anyone on PS Plus could basically play it, mm-hmm. um, ended with the um, the horse-drawn carriage, the sort of Bodicea death carriage thing. Yeah. Um, so, yes, no, I, I, I played that. And um, it's did weird. You, did you kill it? Did a fuck? No, it completely bastard me. Um, but because it was basically three hours, um, it was it ran uh, seven till ten uh, sometime. I think it was in October, and then they did it again in November. Because what's really nice is uh, that you, you, I started. We started playing. Everyone started playing the demo, and I tried putting down a soul sign, and it failed. And then this message came up, this sort of apology from the de- developers, saying, um, "Oh no, the the functionality is not working. We humbly apologise." And they were really kind of being like, "Oh, we're so sorry that we're making you play our game, our lovely game, but you can't do this feature." So they scheduled a f- another one for uh, like the November tenth um, when they had. Well, it's more like they needed to. Do yeah, this, yeah, they, they, need they to need test, test it. it. I mean, they actually cancelled the American one because I think it basically the the European one started before the American one on in October, but it fucked up. Mm-hmm. So they just said, "Well, we'll cancel the American one. We won't even bother letting them try because we can't fix this bug in time, mm-hmm. um, and we'll just schedule it for another time." But as a result, in in the European time zone, we got uh, two demos. Um, but um, it was really great. I mean, it's just it is Dark Souls again but yeah. there are some strange differences like um, in the original Dark Souls how you'd have enemies that um, would, would, you'd only fight them once like um, they would never respawn but they have enemies that respawn a certain number of times now there, oh, really? yeah there were, so the it was in this um this sort of uh, dark forest area and there were these big enemies with these sickles but I, I killed each one of them about four times and then they never reappeared that's interesting. Yeah, so there's like a finite quantity of them. So, um. It's maybe so you can't farm them or something. Well, exactly, because they would drop like, uh, quite a, like, quite a useful sort of life gem thing. One of the things right, that, yeah. um, that sort of tops you up slowly. Um, um, so yeah, that was, that was quite different. But, um, it still runs like crap, I thought. It wasn't, so, you said you, you found it silky smooth. And when I started. It may be the one PCs. Again, I've got to reiterate the fact that I play Dark Souls at like 8 FPS on my shit computer. Yeah, so anything compared to that is going to look good. It's weird, when it started it seemed really smooth. Like it was like, oh this is 30 frames and this is locked. And it was, I think it was because I was in a very simple area, but as soon as I stepped out of there it was like, no, bye bye. Mm. 20 frames now, it's it's gone to shit. But it did see, uh, it was really enjoyable. It, It felt, it felt familiar, but also, you know, different enough. That um yeah like the way the magic worked felt um very different it's so it, like the the casting is a lot faster. Um, God, it's a magic magic user again. Yeah, I love the magic users. I, I yeah, oh, they, they've made them more melee based now though, haven't they? I think. Um, 
Yes, no, I do. I mean, I was using a bunch of melee as well, but um, but I was primarily uh, a magic user. So you and, primarily stood at the back, throwing snowballs at people from really far away. Well, not went. very far, because that, the other thing that they've changed is that the the spells lock on. If something's near, because it used to be that spells would go exactly to the center of the screen if you weren't locked on. Right. Um, but in this, if you, if there's an enemy near the center of the screen, it does actually lock onto them. So you can actually hit things outside of your your lock on range. As long as you're actually pointing broadly at them and you fire a spell, which is a huge difference. Okay. Um, but it seems even more kind of um, it, it totally wanting to stab you in the back, like little surprises and things like that in terms of, you know, if you aren't very careful going around a corner, stab you dead. Which is which is nice because you know everyone was all worried about oh is it going to be soft and cuddly from now yeah, on. Yeah, their 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 answer to like people saying oh it's going to be too easy is to make it even harder than Dark Oh yeah, Souls. I got I got properly reamed by <laughs> some enemies just spawning in really quite unfair locations, yeah. and I didn't mind at all because it's like yeah, yeah, that's Dark Souls for you, it fucks you over. Um, but it was great. Uh, the the new demo it was um had some great new enemies. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. Some of the new spells are a bit crap, though. There was, uh, I mean, the, I had loads of spells, and, and, yeah, some of them were really underpowered, but I guess it depends when you would get that spell, usually in relation to how far through the game the, the area was, and mm. the enemies were sort of pitched their damage. But, um, yeah, tough tits, Dave. <laughs> Dark Souls 2, baby. It's back. Yay. Um, and, and, and now we're done. Yeah. Yeah. So, see you next month. Bye-bye. Bye.